Christ exemplifies what it means to be a man, a real man. A real man, alone, alone with God, that is what it means to be a man, a real man. Christ is that perfect man who is perfect God, and he goes to God, the Father, and from that union with the Father, he is the wisdom and the power of God. Christ is perfect union with the Father. He is continually putting himself and his affairs in the hands of God the Father. He, he goes off here in today's gospel, again, alone to pray, which is a sort of refrain in this gospel. We heard it yesterday, and we hear it again today at the beginning of both gospels. Yesterday's gospel began the same as today's. He withdrew in a, sim- in a similar way as today's. He withdrew in a boat to a deserted place by himself. That was verse 13 of the 14th chapter of St. Matthew. Today, verses 22 to 23, says, Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and precede him to the other side of the sea while he dismissed the crowds. After doing so, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. So yesterday he goes out in the boat, by himself. Today he sends them out in the boat and sends the crowds away and he stays, he goes up to the mountain to pray, to be alone with God. Because man needs to be alone with God. And actually, that's what it means, that's what it means to be a man. You are actually always alone with God. There's a there's a there's a saying, the philosophers had it saying, or actually I remember it from John Henry Newman, but Saint John Henry Henry Newman he, when he had converted to the Catholic faith in, um, at Oxford, the middle of the 19th century, he, um, he was socially very alone. And, and in that environment of the Church of England, which is critical of the, the Catholic Church, and he converted despite that pressure not to and um, and one of his friends saw him coming across the campus of the college, and he's and uh, and I think he, he commented some he commented regarding that the lack of society that the cardinal or or John Henry Newman had at that point. I don't know if he was a cardinal yet. And he said he quoted this. He said, "Numquam minus solus quam cum solus." One is never less alone than when one is alone. Because that's when you get to the bottom of reality. When you have nothing else to hang on except God, you realize what it is, who it is that holds you. Boethius said it in his in the Consolation of Philosophy. It's the theme of that, that classical work, the greatest work of that century in which he wrote it, in the 8th century, I think, he said, he, he said, fortune is best when it's bad. 
Because then it doesn't fool you anymore. Because you can't depend on money, and you can't depend on friends, and you can't depend on health. It will all fail you, at least on your deathbed. So better to get used to it now. Better to realize that none of that... So it's, it's fooling you when it's apparently good. It's worse when it's good. So you don't want to win the lottery. <laughs> you want to lose it. You want to lose it all. This is, this, and, and you have to exercise yourself in that. You do that when you come to Mass. You do that when you spend an hour with, with Jesus alone every day. You practice for heaven. We're required to do this on Sundays. And very few people do it. Christ is with the Father. He went on the boat alone, and today he goes up on the mountain by himself to pray. As he was in the habit of doing. He would spend the whole night in prayer, frequently. And it's a grace to grow old. I mean, to be a senior. I'm not old yet, but I'm a senior. Senior, senior according to the classics, begins at 50. It's 50 to 70. And then it's old age sets in. It's a different period. And that ends with death. But 50 to 70 is, it's a grace because, at least in my experience, at 2 or 3 in the morning, when the monks used to get up, that's when you, there's like an internal clock. It's time to pray. You can't, and you can, hardly can get back to sleep. It's great. I love it. It's the greatest thing in my life so far. In, in, in the natural realm, not to be able to sleep at, at, at the fourth watch. This is, this is, notice, this is the time when Jesus walked out on the water and saved them from the ship that was, that was tossing and uncontrollably. It was the fourth watch. You know, the, 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 the Jews had all the hours of the day in prayer, and the watches were their, their three-hour segments of the night, from six to nine, from nine to midnight, second watch, third watch, midnight to three. This is the third watch. It's when I drove the truck home this morning. I was, I was up in Massachusetts and I got the truck from Fairmont Trucks here. Very convenient and very cheap. Cheaper than U-Haul if you're doing a long trip. They're only 40 cents a mile. But anyway, I woke up at 2 o'clock like a, like a clock and I, and I picked up the, I got the truck and I was back in, in no time. Nobody's on the, on the road. But that's the time that, that's the prize time for God. When you're alone with him. Like a man with his, with his spouse. Christ takes time with the Father. He takes time alone with God. He, he, he being God himself. And he responds with power and authority. From that interview. With the power and the, in the authority of God. To the men who need him. You will be of service. To the men who need you. If you are alone with God. You'll have the, he miraculously feeds them and he calms the elements that threaten them and he cures the sick who beg for him. Everyone who touches him is healed. Be like Christ. Need time alone with God every day, every week, every month, every year, and always. And you too shall have the wisdom and the power of God which, which belong only to Christ, from his divinity in his sacred humanity, truly the Son of God, vere filius Dei.